From the art of the deal to keeping it real. Live from the Simply Vegas studios, it's the Power Move with John Gafford. Back again, back again for another episode of The Power Move. I am your host, John Gafford. To my left, Colt the Waycon Cobra. Emmett Strong one today. Strong. I like, it. I like that. I'll the Waycon Cobra. Matches my total I dig that. Missing for the second. He'll be back shortly, but missing, I'll show you. Yeah, there he is. The empty chair, Sexy. the empty, the uh, empty vessel that is normally Chris the Connell. Best Chris has ever looked on me. Yeah, it's the <laughs> best he's ever looked. You know, it's amazing that uh, you know how unimportant our podcast comes when yeah, you have a when you have a very high value client. Lawyer, it's, it's like yeah, it's like yeah, I can sit here and talk nonsense with you morons, yep. or I can uh, go make can, money, can move on and do that. <laughs> go yeah. make money. Yes, today on the show we're going to talk about man, twenty twenty. You know, the new year twenty twenty two has already started off. For a lot of people, the same way that 2021 kind of ended, which oh. was, you know, with, with some drama and some some problems. And, uh, and I want to talk about, uh, you know, people always ask me what the most important book that I've ever read is or, mm-hmm. you know, what's made the biggest impact on me. And that book is The Obstacles Away by Ryan Holiday and actually his whole series of books on stoicism. I, I can't get enough of it. I'm actually mm-hmm. reading one right now called The Ego is the Way. Um, I'm sorry. Ego is the Enemy is the one I'm reading right now. Um that sounds and like yeah, a good one. It is, it is a good one. It is a good one. The ego is the most loving thing. I I love to learn about the ego. Uh, yeah. It is the ego is what will wreck you as a person. It it, it, it will one and, thing. And and, and, and a, so what we're going to do today is not do a paraphrase of a book or not summarize right. a book as we have before. What I did was I just kind of went out and found a bunch of quotes from famous Stoics that I like. And these are, these are, these are quotes that have come through. Uh, I've read them in different books that Mm -hmm. I've read. Um, you know, just different things that I've, I've consumed on this topic. Cause this is, I'm going to warn you right now, man, this is one of those topics that once you get started on it, um, it's going to, it hopefully will appeal to you as it has to me. It is what allows me to do what I do and get me through the day. Um, and hopefully it'll appeal to you and you'll start, you'll start looking for more of this stuff out. So what I want to do is I just highlighted, I got, I don't know, a handful of quotes on here and I just kind of want to go through and we'll talk about it as we go through. So love it. Love it. A lot of Marcus Aurelius, who was, you know, an emperor of Rome, some Seneca, mm-hmm. some Epictetus, some different stuff as we go along. So we'll start out real quick with one from Seneca that says you have passed through life without, if you have passed through life without an opponent, no one can ever know what you are capable of. Not even you. And I love that because it is one of those quotes that that came through that so many people shuck adversity. So many people don't want to compete. So many people are scared to take that chance. So many people are scared to get out of their comfort zone, Colt, to see where the world will take them. I I totally agree. And And I think you're, it goes to, you know, you really never have a true enemy or obstacle if you don't have an ego, but there's always obstacles. Like there is, it's so funny. I felt like crap. People are reaching out to me. It's like, you look great. Yeah, thanks. No, but it's, (laughs) yeah. So, so what I'm sick, thank God that I'm still alive. I've Mm -hmm. got the ability to get up and get going again. And if you just pass away and like, oh, poor me, I'm not going to fight against something. I'm not going, you'll never live life. You'll never be successful. If you're afraid of somebody yelling at you on the phone, you can't be a salesperson. Like the the obstacles, if you push them away. No, you, you, you need opposition 
in your life. Absolutely. You, you, need, you need something to measure. Come on. Yeah. Oh, Chris. Hey, Chris Connell comes hey, in. Like, it's a, hey, don't worry about us. You know, we just uh, do this every week. Don't, don't, don't sweat us. It's fine. What kind of power move would it be if you didn't get some commerce? Yeah, if, if we didn't get some, right? com- if we didn't get some common <laughs> didn't sense. Get some commerce. If we didn't get some commerce done. No, I agree. Welcome. Welcome, <laughs> counselor. How are you? How are you doing, gentlemen? So how, how was the, how was the call? Incredibly productive. Very, Incredibly productive. Very optimistic. And very normally, optimistic. Say that a lot. Yeah. For all your legal needs. <laughs> Connell legal law, needs. Connell 702 law, Connell. 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 702 Connell. 702 So uh, back to what we're talking about. Hurt in a car accident. You tripped and fell. <laughs> yeah. C-O-N-N. So, so no. To, to bring you up to speed, you already knew we were going to talk about stoicism today. Yes, so sir, what yeah. we're, essentially what we're doing is we're reading great quotes uh, from history, and we're just going to kind of dissect them as they go along. The first one, because I didn't get your opinion, was if you have passed through life without an opponent, no one will ever know what you were capable of, not even you from Seneca. That is absolutely true. You need opposition. Mm-hmm. Well, you need failure. You need you need failure. You, you need, need failure. it because you you got to measure yourself against something, or you never know how you measure up. Look Ooh. at uh, look at the Georgia coach. Oh how yeah, how sweet is that victory? It was sweet for him for, for Kirby to win. How sweet is that? Because he's failed before. Yeah, yeah, it did. I I agree with that. I agree. Another one from Seneca: Whatever can happen at any time can happen today. This is something that I use a lot to insulate me. Again, whatever can happen can happen today. When I'm when I'm running through plans, it's like so many people just want to see the positive and things they're going to do. They don't model out the, the disasters. They don't look at the worst case scenario. And I get accused sometimes by some of my partners as being the Debbie Downer sometimes, and I'm not. I just want to model out every single possible scenario mm-hmm. that could happen uh, before I get done. This is how when I evaluate a business deal, I, I, I evaluate risk in all things. This is how I do it. What is the absolute worst thing that could happen? I mean, let's assume that the wheels completely fall off and this thing tanks. Is it going to end me? Right. And where on my risk meter does that, where does the damage go and, how, and where does the reward go? Right. And I weigh those two things out. And I also think you've got to take it as sometimes you can't control life, right? Like so many people are so afraid to live life right now because of COVID because of what if that could, well, anything could happen to you today. Mm-hmm. You could die of a heart attack. You could fall and trip and hit your head that you could even look at it that way is anything bad could happen. You got to live life. You got to push through You got to get going on. I think about that a lot. No, well, I think, I think the general, I think the general, and you'll see these themes run through all of these things we talk about today, but there's a couple of themes that run through most everything, which is number one, you have, you have complete and total control of your emotions and how you react to things. Mm-hmm. That's one. Number two is the concept of memento mori, which I say to my wife, all I said it this morning. I mean, she's like, Cat's got diarrhea. I had COVID. You know, blah blah. blah. Hayden broke his wrist. You know, blah 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 blah. And I was just like, "Memento mori," which means yeah. Yeah. someday you will die. And compared <laughs> to that, what <laughs> is this? Yep. Nothing. What is this? this? Is nothing compared? Well, to think that. about it. The, the worst part of death is you're never even going to know when it happens. Yeah. Right. Well, hopefully, it's I saw the just, Sopranos ep- last episode. It's yeah. just it just fade to black. You know, me. it's fade to black, and you think about the people you leave behind. So, you know, did you tell your loved ones you loved them recently? Yeah. Did you do that? I had a good talk with a guy that died for like 14 minutes. Uh, was this the lunch. white beard guy? No, no. That was oh. my angel that saved me. But, oh. uh, <laughs> but you know, if you've never talked to anybody that's died and come back, it is. it makes you feel good about your life. makes you feel good that people love it. People love dying. 
And people oh, come back piece, and they're like, the piece, oh, the yeah. peace that come with it unless and everything like Unless that. your life is the executioner, then you should feel bad about that Yeah, because you yeah. failed that day. But I think that's a cool conversation to have somebody <laughs> if you felt. <laughs> that was Chris a good joke. That was a joke that I was I was not going to laugh at that Just a bit outside. Yeah, look, folks, they can't all be gems. We try. The good news is you can see from that response, nobody here humors me about shit. If I miss, it's a hard miss. It just says what it is. That's all right. But no, that's a cool conversation to have with people that uh, have six pitches died right people have died they, they've got a perspective on life that's a lot different that's it uh marcus aurelius again emperor of rome said today i escaped anxiety or no i discarded it because it was within me in my own perceptions not outside right um you know i think you run right to the again this is the world is there, there's no right or wrong. I think Nietzsche said there's no good. There's no good or evil. Just Simply is. your, per, it just is your perception of things mm -hmm. is how it is. Right. And if you are someone that has a high level, level of anxiety, if you're somebody that right stresses out all the time about what's going on, they say that if you are stressed, you are either, if you're depressed, you're reliving yesterday. Mm -hmm. If you have anxiety, you're worried about tomorrow. tomorrow. Yep. Mm -hmm. And you're at peace. If you're living today is the best advice. And, and you know, that's another thing that, that I always, you know, tell my wife all the time is don't borrow trouble from tomorrow. Right. Yep. You know, look, it, what will be, will be, if this is going to be a problem tomorrow, it's going to be a problem tomorrow. But right now we don't know that it's a problem just because again, when I look at, and I talked about my, how I evaluate risk and how I do those things, I don't, I don't, obsess over the worst case scenario. I yeah. don't focus on consider the worst it. case scenario. I just consider it. So I won't be surprised. Right. That's, you know, if it comes up, okay, look, yeah, we, we knew that might happen. It was considered, you know, one of the quotes that's not in here that I wish was, it says, you know, one of the things that a general can say, a general, one of the things a general can say that is unforgivable is I didn't know that could happen. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Completely unforgivable is I never thought that could happen twice. Right. Right, that like that's, McConaughey, unbelievable. You're watching it actually happen. Yeah, how is it yeah. unbelievable? It's not unbelievable. You're you're, you're <laughs> you watching it happen. <laughs> I've often wondered how it is that every man loves himself more than all the rest of men, but yet sets less value on his own opinion of himself than uh, than the opinion of others. Oh, it's un that's this un unbelievably yeah. insightful. Oh my god, it, it, it's. I mean, if listen, I'm going to say that again. I'm going to say it again. Here it comes. One. Here it comes. I have often wondered how it is that every man loves himself more than all the rest of men, but yet sets less value on his own opinion of himself than the, of the opinion of others. This is the truest thing. I mean, I, it's funny whenever I teach a class and I talk about, you know, being likable or being attractive, I'm always like, who's your favorite person? I ask that every time out to the room, who's your favorite person? Right. And everybody's like, my mom, my sister, my best friend. I'm like, you're all full of shit. You. Your favorite person is you. Which is why you love to you love to talk about you. You love to hear You're about your name. You. Yeah, you love to hear your own name. It's 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 magic sounding to you, and yet, as a society, through now uh, social media, we've become so consumed with the approval of others through likes, through shares, through comments, through all of those things. It is insane. You know, Cody Sperber, who's a, a friend of mine, he's the clever investor. He did a video the other day that was shockingly honest. I loved it because it feels it was very truthful to me how it felt. And Cody, if you're watching this or you see this clip, this is for you. So Cody did a clip where he basically said, I am getting out of the social media game in one year. I'm out. I'm done with this. I no longer get any. I never I don't derive any pleasure from this. It causes me irritation. It is a job. I am at the whim of the algorithms of Instagram. Yep. I, I, my stuff doesn't get seen. I'm done. 
He's like, for me in life, it's either a fuck yeah or hell no. And this has become a hell no. And so many people, so many young people get caught up in the approval of others through social media that the approval, no matter how much you get, will not be enough. So I just want to push back just very briefly because I don't, sometimes people will, there's this whole thing about stoicism where they think it's just these mindless quotes about being, you know, whatever. It's not. It's about understanding that, you know, what you can control, you can control how to approach life and all that stuff. There is something to be said, though, about how you feel naturally about other people, how they feel about you, because we are still tribal animals. So as much as you can be an intellectual being, you're still primal and a lot of different root places, right? Mm -hmm. So the clicks you get are approval, right? We have Dunbar's number. How many people are within our village? Because I need the acceptance of others to be tolerated within my own village. And I think sometimes that's a balance, right? You have to be for yourself and living for your family, worried about yourself, what's in your control. But you also don't want to do it to the detriment of how you fit in in your tribe. Well, I think I think I, the I think the point that Marcus yeah, is trying just, to make I here. No, no, I get it. But I think the point that he's trying to make is, is if your self value comes through the eyes of others, you're never wrong. gonna have. You're yeah. never gonna be happy. Yeah. Never it, gonna be a, It's not about even never happy, gonna be a peace. 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 peace is just acceptance of the moment, right? Well, and I think you've got to be smart enough to uh, realize whose opinion you should value. Sure. Right? If I've got business issues and I ask both of you, I'm going to value your opinion probably as much as I value my own opinion. Now, if I'm going out and you guys are idiot business people and I'm putting your opinion valuing it the same, it's different. Just like I, I've got a brother that when he makes fun of what I'm wearing, I'm like, thank God you don't like it, right? Like, <laughs> I yeah, tell me I'm doing something right. Yeah, My yeah, brother's so, name is John Gaffer. Yeah, assholes. Like, but no, but it is like if you're well, no. if you worry about what other people think of you, God, no. man, you can be picked apart. I, like, I, well, I, I, I did, I did, I didn't highlight this quote, but it goes with what you just said, and I don't remember who said it. And it's going to, I'm never going to be able to find it, but it says, uh, take counsel of your friends because their lens may not be clouded by self-love. Right. Yeah. I love that. Very smart. Yeah. It's very, it's very self-awareness. Yeah. Having self-awareness of it. I I don't, I I don't know where it was and who said it, but there it goes back to Marcus Aurelius. It can ruin your life only if it ruins your character. Otherwise it cannot harm you inside or out. Mm -hmm. So often, um, I think, the perception, you know, you are only harmed if you choose to be harmed by people. I mean, everybody's like, that person did me wrong. You know, Biden's out to get me. Trump screwed up my, but it's all about what this external force did to you. Mm-hmm. And or the reason, going to do right, or going to do to yeah, you. And the reason really that I, I find the reason that I can be so ambivalent to it, and we talked about it a little bit last time, and it's not about, you know, not standing up for my country and my freedoms being eroded one time. It's just the fact that it doesn't affect me. I'm going to figure mm-hmm. out a way to make right. it work. Right. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't let that stuff consume me. It's like Jay-Z said, put me in anywhere on God's green earth. I'll triple my worth. That's right. That's well, right. And that goes back to, you know, your ego again. A lot of this comes back to your ego. You're, you're sitting there letting, you know, somebody create an enemy, which who cares? If someone comes up and says, Chris, that stupid shirt, you're an idiot. <laughs> and, and now you're like, he's an enemy. <laughs> and now, now you've I mean, I, wasted yeah, energy. You've wasted your time. It's, it's hurt you now. Yeah. Like, no, it didn't it hurt your ego. Who yeah. gives a crap? Yeah. Like I, I get, I don't know. The ego thing's crazy. You know ego smart? is enemy. You know what's smart about you even reading these, printing these out, John? What's that? There's that whole quote. I can't remember who said it. It was, I think it might be Rogan always says it, that motivations like showering, it works for a little bit. Yeah. You got to do it 
Off. Yeah, yeah, you get you get. So you can read meditations by Aurelius. Yeah. You can read Seneca, right? Yeah. And you get these really great kind of some a bit of positive inertia in your own thinking about self love yeah. or or, or mm-hmm. letting the little stuff go. But slowly we live in a system. It'll start chipping away at it. Mm-hmm. So make it a, a, a make well. This it a priority is to read sometimes. This is and, and, and read it and I actually highlighted it. a quote from that, so we'll get to that okay, in a minute. Well. But but again, well, I, I, I think don't even need me that. No, 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 no. <laughs> but but I'm saying, I, I, think, I think that's why if you look at programs like Seventy Five Hard that Andy Frisell does, sure, if you look yeah. at those programs, you're going to see that that abs- that consuming pages every day yeah, are part positive. of those programs. Yeah, if to, you look at reinforce positive, yeah, you look at the billionaire morning and get up at six, do this, meditate. I mean, you yeah. see where they're consuming that as a part of the, it's as important as consuming food, right? Is what you put in your brain, which, I like that. which brings me to my next thing, which is this Marcus Aurelius. Again, the happiness of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know what you think you become. I mean, I, you know, if, if you are thinking about being broke, if you are constantly thinking about, uh, about your girl cheating on you. If you're constantly thinking about everything in the world that could be negative, right. that's the quality of your life. That's what you're going to manifest. Going think you're, you're, it, you're, yeah, yeah, think you know, the realization. They talk about the law of attraction. This is what they're talking about. Wayne Dyer. Do you remember Dr. Wayne Dyer? He was like a motivational speaker. He always had some on PBS. And I thought I, I turned on his program one time, and I thought it was, it was strictly a, a Bob Ross on PBS. Oh, there you oh, go. God. Was, no, did you Bob watch Bruce. that like documentary? All in on Bob Ross. All in. Like a, a religious sermon or something. I was waiting for him to start, you know, being religious, but it wasn't. He was quoting Buddha yeah. and Jesus and like Muhammad, like all these all right. people with stuff. And I, one thing he said about you know just listening to violent music, he wasn't being old man poo poo on. <laughs> But he goes, just listen to the content of your music, though. L- listen to the words. Dude, we, we've talked about that. I mean, because when I was mm-hmm. coming, like, for years, Social Distortion, one of my favorite bands. Yeah. Oh, one yeah. My, yeah. At, we yeah, talked we about talked this about on the yeah, show. Yeah. Same exact thing. I love Social Distortion. And then one day, I kind of sat there and started listening to what I was screaming <laughs> out. And I'm like... <laughs> Dude, Mike, I mean, bro, go to night school. Figure it out. Figure it out. Start an e-com store or something, Mikey. (laughs) doesn't have to be this bad, bro. And I I had to stop listening to Social D because that was – because I was was verbally – Yelling, manifesting, like, manifesting, not the best stuff. And it right. can be TV shows, social yeah. media. It can be music. You don't even realize it. Like God, there's times I'm like, that's what that music's saying. And, and that's why I'm not pro censorship at all. And I don't think no. that it's a good policy, but I do think that being self-aware and reflecting on what's the content of rage against the machine. You go, okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's all these power struggles, whatever. And it's fun to like rock out and get all angry, yeah. but reflect on it. Like, just don't, don't let it come in without yeah some kind of check on it. Well, I'll, I'll, say, I'll, say, I'll say more, I'll say more to that. You know, we, we talked about this before, triggers. As you're going through social media, look, if you're watching this video, if you see this video on social media and you're like, fuck that guy, delete me, dude, because I'm not helping. <laughs> I don't want to be the guy that triggers you in a negative way. I'm not helping you. First, and tell, tell four other people first, first about first. us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, tell four other people first. Yeah, tell four other people. <laughs> yeah, tell second, four other people. Tell four other people. Second, four other people. think about why that would trigger you, though. Well, I was, take a second and just go, Okay, delete me. I'm not. I'm not adding anything. I, yeah. I don't want to take anything away from anybody ever. Because people people look for things. They they, they seek negativity. I was watching Private Parts, Howard Stern's oh, yeah, movie the other night, yeah. oh, okay. and they were talking about when he first went to New York and the ratings came in. They said the average Stern uh, fan listens for 60 minutes a day. The average Stern hater listens for 140 minutes a day. Yeah. And both answers were the same. I want to see what he's going to do next. 
And it's like you're look people are looking for if you're looking for things to upset you, you're going to find them. Sure. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you see you the same take, fights between the same people on yeah. social media. It's like delete each other, right? Just delete <laughs> I only follow delete. so I'm starting to make sure that I only follow artists, um, people that do awesome shit like uh Jacob Acrobat. Like these guys mm-hmm. on Instagram doing mm-hmm. amazing human feats. Yeah. Because I get fueled up by watching incredible things of, of humanity, right? Yeah. Right. I don't I don't I don't slag the Kardashians. They do no. nothing for me. Nothing for me. I, they've never hurt me. I think it's good that that one is trying to help people now. That's the end of my opinion on that entire yeah. family. So it's because, like yeah. I said, because it does nothing for you. People love to yeah. hate that. But I will say this about the Kardashians: skinny white boys, we're back. Hell yeah, we're back. We're <laughs> back, baby. We're back. <laughs> Bring a comeback. We're back, yeah, dude. Pete Davidson. I, I'm just good dude. for him. Man. I mean. Kate Beckinsale, Kim Kardashian, dude, that dude is no, knocking I, down I, a Mount Rushmore I asked of my like sister about it. She goes, <laughs> maybe he's just cool to hang out with. Yeah, well, he'd, he'd have to be. He'd he have might to be. be. He'd have overblow to be. how difficult it is to land like an attractive partner, spouse, right? Yeah. If well, you're an enjoyable person, if you're not sitting there like a negative asshole all the time, <laughs> if you're kind of cool to be around. I mean, I've heard some other things, but but I I was just going to say that. I mean, he seems like, you know, he lost his dad in 9-11 and stuff. He seems like he is somebody that just lives positivity, which is good, right? Maybe he's entirely empathetic. Yeah. I I mean, instead of being, can you imagine being married to Kanye Kanye or somebody and then go from that to this? And there's a guy whose self-love is not surpassed by his opinion on anybody. 100%. And that's the opposite of what you don't want to be either. 100%. Well, here's a great quote from Seneca. Life is very short and anxious for those who forget the past, neglect the present and fear the future. Again, going back to the same thing we just said, where if you're depressed, you're really living the past. If you're anxious, you're fearful of the future. You just want to be at peace in the present is what you want to do. That's a big one. That's good. Uh, Marcus Rios, again, everything we hear is an opinion, not a fact. Everything we see is perspective, not the truth. Totally. I mean, that should, that should be a disclaimer on social media. Yeah. yeah. Everything you're going to see is an opinion, everything, you know, not fact. Everything we see is perspective. Yeah. I mean, you know, this is the easiest one if you've never heard it. Glass empty, glass half full. Sure. That's, it's the easiest way to look at Perspective is everything in life. I think, what was it? You heard the story, uh, the Chinese proverb where the guy was like, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, oh, guys, maybe. his horse, yeah. his horse runs away. Yeah. Right. And then the whole, tri- the whole village comes over and says, Oh God, sorry about your horse. It's terrible. And he goes, well, we'll, we'll maybe. see. Maybe. And then the next day, yeah. a whole bunch of horses come back and they say, Oh man, that's a, uh, that's terrible. Or that's great news that all we'll, these horses we'll showed see. up. He said, we'll see. Yeah. And then his son got on one of the wild horses and broke his leg. And they said, that's terrible. He said, we'll see. Yeah. And then the army came along to draft all the young kids. He couldn't go. He said, we'll see. I mean, the point is, perspective is everything. Have you heard that one? Have I ever? I don't know if I've mentioned it, but it's one, one of my favorite stories. There's, it's the moth joke? No, it's, <laughs> it's a family. They have two kids, about the same age, two boys, twin boys, somehow totally different. One's ultra dysthymic, sad about everything, lugubrious, just kind of a downer. Whoa, I mean, that is fast and furious. <laughs> well, I didn't even get those together. That was like a triple letter word score twice. I, hey. I mean, bam, yeah. bam. And the other kid is just we eternally you, optimistic. We, need, we missed you. Bringing the highbrow <laughs> up in here for sure. So one eternally optimistic one's not. So they say, well, we're going to give the one kid a pony, the one who's down, that's sure to bring him up. And the other kid, we're going to fill up his room with, with horse shit, the whole, you know, whatever, the whole time. Mm-hmm. So the kid with the pony is like, oh, God, now i got to get up and feed it and do all this stuff with it. And the kid whose room was full of horse shit was freaking out, totally excited. And he's clawing through this horse shit. And the parents just, what's going on? He goes, with all this pony shit in here, there must be a pony somewhere. 
Yeah. Right. It's that whole thing about how you look at something, right? Perception. Perception is reality. Is everything. Yep. But sometimes there is facts and the facts are facts. It's a problem. You know, like sometimes <laughs> it's like, you know, there, there's always a, that thing that there's a six, right? One guy's on one side, yeah. one guy's on the other. It's like, well, it's a nine. Well, it's a six. Well, it's a nine. Yeah. We'll figure out which one it really is. Cause it's, yeah. But it's, looking yeah. at if there's a two beside two, it, yeah, three, yeah. You go, and no, then you get perspective. Nine, yeah. You can get perspective and realize you, you, you what the fact is. It's not, not everything can be correct. In no, life. no, I agree. Everything we, uh, we talked about that uh, tranquility comes, I'm sorry, the tranquility that comes when you stop caring what they say or think or do only what you do. Again, remember that, remember that whole comment about uh, a young man cares about what other people think. An old man stops caying what other people and think. And a wise man knows they're not thinking about him at all. They were never thinking about him at all. <laughs> they didn't think about yep. him at all. That's true. That's the best one. All right. I love this. Uh, be tolerant with others and strict with yourself. That's great. I think that uh, too much in this time. We hold others to too high of a standard and don't hold ourselves to a high enough standard. Um, one of the best pieces of advice I ever got was expect nothing from anyone. And mm-hmm. then you can never be disappointed. If you don't expect anybody to do anything, you'll never be disappointed. By so my, my mom gave me this book on relationships when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And there was this whole dichotomy of, you know, people in relationships, sometimes it's a giver, sometimes it's a taker. And a lot of times that doesn't balance, right? Sometimes there's somebody that does everything and the other person does nothing. It's imbalanced. Yeah. And then there's the relationships that are 50-50. But with a 50-50 relationship, you're still meeting in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Because this person said in a relationship, expect to give 60 and expect to receive 40 because just giving isn't satisfying because you have needs too. Yeah. If each partner gives 60 and demands 40, there's going to be overlap. Yeah. There's going to be excess of giving and a a surplus, right, of expectations of of receiving. Yeah. So, you know, when you do that, when you expect to give more than you're going to get, Mm-hmm. but still retain the fact that you're a valuable person and you deserve something back. Yeah. Right. Nothing can just be everything, right? right. You can't just give away the farm. Right. I, I, when you do that, you know, you create excess for both parts. Well, it's, it's, I taught my son that lesson this weekend, <laughs> last weekend, because it was, he wanted to have a bunch of his friends over during the day. And he said, uh, you know, I said, that, that's a mom department thing. I'm, I'm not saying, cause I don't care if you're 10 or if you're 40, when you come to our house, my wife goes into full on like hostess mode yeah, right. and it's, it's work for her. Sure. You know what I mean? So you don't just do the, throw the bag of chips out and that's it. It's gotta be yeah, a whole thing. Right. And so I, I never am the one that says yes to that. Cause I am the all three, you know, 13 year old boys, here's a bag of Go chips ahead. and yeah. you know, don't yeah. break anything, which yeah. didn't work out either. But the, uh, <laughs> so I'm telling Hayden. So, so she says, yes, you can have these boys over and she left. And I said, Hayden, I need you to clean up the hole downstairs, like spotless before she comes back. Like clean everything up. Yeah. And he goes, why? And I said, trust me, it'll go a long way. So she walks back in from the store for buying all the stuff that she needs to entertain these four 13 year old boys. And I go, well, that's not a terrible, but there you go. But I said, uh, <laughs> I, I said, wasn't say no, anything but I said no, no, no. But, but I said, uh, uh, she looks at her and she goes, oh, Chuck the house looks up. great. I said, Hayden, clean the whole thing up. And I said, dude, Hayden, relationships are like bank accounts. Yeah. There's deposits and withdrawals. withdrawals yeah. And her letting your friends come over, that's a withdrawal. So you needed to make a deposit yeah. to make sure that you still had some in the bank to cover it. Same yeah. thing. Or just let her know that you value appreciate what it. she's yes. going to do. You appreciate, you appreciate that. Now, I love, love, love this quote. Um, I think if you are a millennial out there that doesn't quite know what's going on, what you want to do, what you want to be, you, you know, just whatever it is, this, I think, is your quote. You ready? From Seneca. If a man knows not which port he sails, no wind is favorable. And I, 
Absolutely love that. love that. Again, if a man knows not which port he not to, I'm sorry. If a man knows not to which port he sails, no wind is favorable from mm-hmm. Seneca. What that basically means is if you don't know where you're going in life or you don't know where you're trying to get, no help, no assistance, no leg up, no handout, none of it is going to matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. So many, I think so many of these younger kids uh, now, they just want somebody to do something for them in a way, but they don't even know where they want to go. Right. So like, even if somebody came by and gave you the best opportunity in the world, you couldn't grab it because you have no idea what you want. But that is so, but I think people also need to be equally forgiving of themselves for not knowing what the hell they want to do. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people yeah. kind of just think I'm going to do this because I kind of think, but they haven't gone. Like, like, like we were talking to. about your son. He wants to be an architect, right? Well, last week, this week, whatever. Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe yeah. he goes and starts working on cattle then goes, this is bullshit. Yeah. I want to coach kids soccer. You know, you don't know. That's why I think people should go try a bunch of shit. Yeah. Oh, but, I but, totally but, agree. But, but again, the point being is I think so many people look for the wind. Oh, go find your port. Yeah. No, they're looking for the wind right. before they're trying to figure out where they're trying yeah, to go. Go find your port first. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, You've got to figure out where you want to go before there, you look for yeah, the wind. Yeah, too many people's port money, is. right? Whatever yeah. it is. Like, a lot port, of time, yeah. their port's money. It's like, okay, well, why are you why are you really trying to get there? Right? Uh, I promise like, you this. If you make your goal about your, your professional goals or whatever about money, you're going to be a sad motherfucker. Yep. Dude. Yep. I, it's the, you, you better if you meet, I, if I you have, meet a business I, I, guy. Dude, I, I have friends in this business, in the real estate business, that, you know, look, if anybody calls me or asks me a question, I'm, I'm happy to sit down with them. I'm happy to help them. I don't have any secrets to any of our agents workers in Vegas. I give them our entire playbook. We spend, I mean, I'll, I'll tell them everything sure. I'm doing. But I know so many people that hoard that information because they say, like, helping somebody else. And I've actually heard people Takes say, it, oh, yeah. there, there's, there's nothing in it for me. Well, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what are you yeah, doing? like, like that, that's going to be an empty existence. That's it. But, but those people are always fucking miserable because they think the next bag thing is the, the next thing. bag is yeah. going to be that's the one the that thing. breaks them into yeah. happiness. That's from. the one. It, it doesn't. It, it. it doesn't. You better have a reason for your existence. Yep. And money's not it. I've been poor and I've had the fortunate opportunity to have moments of wealth. Yeah. Uh, you know, even if brief or whatever my right, situation right, is, right, yep. I will tell you that money is not what creates happiness. No, no, it's not. It's not. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back and talk about more stoicism. Hey, it's John Gafford. If you want to catch up more and see what we're doing, you can always go to thejohngafford.com where we'll share any links that we have, things we talked about on the show, as well as links to the YouTube where you can watch us live. And if you want to catch up with me on Instagram, you can always follow me at thejohngafford. I'm here. Give me a shout. Back from the break, where today we are talking about stoicism and how, you know, hopefully it's going to inspire some of you guys. Look, honestly, we do this, man. I try to get great information, be it sales, be it business, be it whatever it is, and, you know, be try to be entertaining. But literally, this, this, is a, this is like an important deal for me today. Like, this is an important show because this is a big part of how I run my life. And it's a big part of the methodology that I use in, in every, and I've never given this information to anybody or recommended a book to them on this topic. And they haven't come out of the other side of a better place. Sure. So yeah. hopefully this will inspire you hearing some of the greats uh, talk about stoicism will inspire you to continue your journey on that way. But so you know what made them great? What? The, the concept of a benevolent dictator, right? They say Marcus mm-hmm. Aurelius came as close right. as anybody could have. Yeah. Right. right. So when you're truly just, when you're truly looking out for the benefits of all right. as your as your main priority, you know that's what made him such a great leader. Yeah, all well, that and the, you live what you say, right? Mm-hmm. 
That's that's the second thing is you can listen to all this all you want. If you don't implement it in your life and actually live it, you're wasting your time. Yeah. No, you're there. Walk it, talk, walk it like a talk it yep. is a good way to say it. So back to Seneca, who once said, whatever you've been expecting for some time comes as less of a shock. Again, back to if you go through and you weigh out all of the options of things that could happen, both good and bad, you're not surprised when they happen. Um, I got, you know, a couple months ago, or not months, like maybe a month ago, I lost the president of one of our companies. And I, I never saw that coming. No. Like I was not prepared for that. I thought this, this dude was making a ton of money. I thought he was a lifer with us and I never saw it coming. And now in the months since I've structured that business in a way that makes it impossible to ever go into that scramble again. It just, it's just not well, really possible. You know, have you, you and that was a mistake that I made. Yeah. Well, and it's kind of, you see it in real life. You see, uh, somebody dying from cancer for two years when their death comes, Life doesn't stop as sudden as somebody in a car wreck. And right. people take months of, like, can't get their shit together because they didn't see it coming. Right. Right? If you see it coming, it, that yeah. shock is so much less. I mean, I've I've seen people, and it's like, how are you over it? Well, we knew they were sick. Chad, right? Chadwick yeah. Boseman, the guy who played Black Panther. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. His final words were like, oh, I, I love my family, and thank you for everything you've done. It was this peaceful sort of transition, right? Yeah. Because he knew his company had mental time to prepare, and you go through your Kubler-Ross stages of death and dying and grief. Mm -hmm. But his final words were kind of very beautiful and poetic and peaceful. And then you hear other final words from people. Like, ah! (laughs) (laughs) But it's true, because it's like, or they're just like, hey, I'm going to go get some milk. Yeah. Yeah, that's, oh. It's like, what the fuck? Bob Saget, great show tonight. Great show tonight. Great show tonight. Really loved it. And find him in his bed, just toast. Yeah, dude. So guy. I, it's, it's great. But you know, one of also, the best like, aristocrats ever done. Oh dude, the best. I actually watched it again. Did you? I watched it yesterday. <laughs> I watched it yesterday. Um, that was the first thing I did when I heard that was did I looked you? up yeah. his, his telling of the aristocrat That's joke great. was one of the first things I did. <laughs> and, and again, man, what, what, what a life for him and Betty White, not to jump on that, but yeah. dude, you are doing it right because there's going to be people fighting over the mic at your funeral. And I mm-hmm. think that should be everybody's goal to have people fighting over the mic when you go. I think, I think it should be. It's not that we have little time, but more that we waste a good deal of it. Seneca. Oh. Oh. Here's a fun exercise, boy. Here's a fun, here's a fun exercise. Go look at boys. screen time. Yeah. No, no, well, screen, not <laughs> screen time. Just take a calculator. So my father passed away when he was 74 years old, right? I, I don't like where John's going. Yeah, I don't like Cause I, I've been thinking about that. Here we go. Yeah. No, dude. But here's the point. Memento Mori. Yeah, I, yeah. You will die. It bothered me. I had this conversation with the die. gym the other day. With this guy I was talking to, and he's like, ah, oh, my family's here. My, my family just left, and I was very happy yeah. to have them, and it was wonderful. Um, I got to see them all, right? Mm-hmm. And so, but you are thinking, hey, Dad's turning 71 this year. Yeah. How uh, many How many more times are you going to see him? How many more times are we going to do this? Yeah. 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 Five? It's not Ten? as much. It's not, it's as not as a many. fucking lot. But, but here's, like, but here's, the, here's, the, here's the problem. The problem is everybody wants to ignore death. They want to act like it's never going to happen. Yeah. It's the only thing in your life that you have no, con- you seriously have zero control over. It's going to happen when it's going to happen. Well, I mean, yeah. so there's things you, you can do that are irresponsible. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, but I'm saying, but if we just look at this, you know, my father passed away at 74. If I multiply that by 365, that's, tw- I got, you know, 24 years left times 365. You know, 10, going on days. that, I got 8,760 days left. Pretty good, huh? About 10,000 days? Yeah, 10,000 days. 27 if, years. If, if. If you're lucky, you go that way. Everything goes that far. Everything goes, but it could, but it could go tomorrow. Oh. 
I could get in a car wreck. I could do 10,000 days come down. is not a long time. Yeah. I mean, when you look at these super healthy people, like Black Panther is a great example. Yep. The guy's a superhero Fucking for Christ's sake. Stud. Stud. Great. And, yeah. and gone. And gone just that quick. Blink of an eye. When you look at that, that that's what happens. Mm -hmm. That That's the problem. So understanding, you know, how many days have you set, you know, and this is what's so kind of infuriating about like my mother-in-law, like, and, mm -hmm. and, and it was one of, the, one of the reasons that I couldn't take it when she was staying with us and living with us and my father was, was like fighting for his life or doing what he was doing. She would just get up and just watch TV all day long. I know. And I'm like, my dad would give anything cool. to be able to just w go where he wanted to go, do what he wanted to do. And you're choosing to waste the day watching game shows. Well, and your health, not to be corny, but there's not a single person on earth that like Warren Buffett probably wouldn't trade with. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm projecting clearly. Oh, yeah, yeah. But would I'm you sure, trade position yeah. with Warren Buffett? No. Not no. in a million years. No, because no. the guy's going to be dead soon. You, you, yeah. Your money is worthless when you're at the end of your life. Yeah. yeah no, it is. I, I totally agree with that. You know, speaking it, of that's what you, you, you know, like I said, I, I was dating a girl that dad had MS. I mean, for him to sit there and say, I wish I could walk across the parking lot, like, uh, no, I'll well, never complain I know, you about just, that stuff again. Again, you can't beat yourself up over it. No, but it's good to always, uh, you know, yeah. think you about got, those things. You got to understand it. Okay, moving on to that, Seneca. It is not the man who has too little, but the man who craves more that is poor. That's right. So, so many people was, just, well, so many people just like you were talking about earlier, it's the next bag. It's, it's the next, next thing bag. that's going to make them happy. Dude, being rich is about being very content with what you have. Now, I know that conflicts a little bit with the hustle culture that we have. And dude, there's nothing wrong with wanting more. There's nothing no, no, wrong no. with wanting to level up. There's nothing wrong with no. any of that. But as it's much not as your happiness, it, here's the deal. As much as I want to level up and as much as I want to take my life, my business, my health, everything to yeah. the next level, I'm never I'm never depressed about where I am today. You're not going to sacrifice your marriage. No, for absolutely not. I, you know, I'm very content in where I am today. I have a drive to get to the next level, but why it's not, not? But, but why not? Cause, cause, because again, this goes back to, cause I want to measure myself against something. If I don't have right. an opponent, mm -hmm. you know, I never know how far I am for me. The opponent is getting to the next level. The Michael Jackson or my, my, uh, Michael Jordan. I got to create an enemy. Yeah, right. I have to have an enemy. <laughs> That's so funny because I was just Scotty Pippen. I was thinking about <laughs> that last night, right? Like I was, um, I went to the store in Summerlin yesterday. And then, you know, everybody's getting the Mercedes, Lexuses, BMWs. Then I ran to the store down by my house, and it's a Hispanic store. Mm -hmm. And it was so positive in there. People were laughing, you know, just just living life in sure. that store. And I'm like, God, man, like it was so crazy. And then I think about when I go to Mexico and go to these small little villages, they have more fun. They're happier in life than when I go outside my neighborhood, these people are all it's living like the nice Philippines, houses, right? right? Some yeah. of the happiest people yeah. on earth in the Philippines, right? Yeah. Wasn't that voted yeah. the happiest country on earth? Probably. Yeah. yeah. I guess VC being a VC makes you super happy <laughs> or VA a virtual assistant makes yeah. you super happy. Not a VA, yeah. No, no, but, uh, but, but people are happy yeah. when they have their priorities yeah. straight. If you value family time and you value this, you know, as long as you're balanced, the food on your table being, I've said this a lot, driving an ultra luxury car is not that much better after your first couple days of having right. it than it is driving yeah. a nice Toyota. No, yeah. It's, it's, it's virtually Ford it's status. It's well, well, again, as I said, when you can literally get to a point when you can drive anything you want, 
you, I think you might be surprised with whatever you want. Well, you would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What you <laughs> I think would. you might be surprised. Yeah, the, that's the, why so many people are F one fifties. I know so many. I love it. I drove here in F one fifty. Yeah, there you go. Billionaires, people worth a hundred million, they're there all driving F one fifties, Jeeps, stuff like that. Now, yeah. I love this. The good things of prosperity are to be wished, but the good things that belong to adversity are to be admired. Seneca said that. Now, what that means is this: is yes, it's fine to. There's a, you know, there's another parable that I'll tell that, that, that explains this better, which is this, a man said, my grandfather walked to his job every day. My father drove a Ford. I drive a Mercedes. My son will drive a Ferrari. His son will walk mm-hmm. because greatness is built from adversity. Right. It's where it's, it's where it starts. Hard it's men where it goes. create good times. Hard men create good times. Good times create soft men, yep. 100%. Yep. And I think that's what it is. So don't be opposed to adversity. This is what the obstacle is the way is all about. Dive into adversity. Understand the thing standing in front of you or between you and what you want is going to build you in a way, to strengthen you in a way that even if you don't necessarily achieve what you wanted, it's going to make you stronger. Right. Well, it's, yeah, I love it. It, it. The whole no good thing comes without adversity, right? Like if – if a Ferrari was $40,000 and everybody could drive it, Ferrari's not cool. Right? It's not a good thing. If it's every, actually kind of a shitty car. This is why. No, but I get it. But even if it was, let's stuff say is, it's the best car ever. If everybody's got it, there's there's no adversity, then it's. Well, you well, know what the cares? best car on the road is? is a Tesla. Period. Yeah. I don't think. Uh, Toyota. Toyota. No, it, it literally is. I got one the other day and I was like, meh. There's no moving parts. I think in like dance for you. It, it is infinitely more interesting. Right. I didn't. I didn't. I, I got <laughs> a brand it, new one the other day, and I kind of looked around and went, yeah. "Meh." Yeah. Uh, yeah. I agree. I think I agree. when you look at a combustion engine, it is a moronic thing relative yeah, to electric I car. Agree. That's what it is. How many times have you heard this and had no idea where it came from? You ready? Luck is what happens when preparation meets it's opportunity. It. That was actually from Seneca. That, that quote's day. been around for millions of years. It, it was wasn't Confucius. Tony Robbins. Yeah, it wasn't Tony Robbins. <laughs> no, Seneca actually said that. So, you know, everybody's like, oh, you got so lucky, you know, or you're so lucky you have that. No, dude, you don't see the grind, the work, everything else, the overcoming adversity behind the scenes that got me to a place that when the opportunity presented itself, you right. can get there. I don't, I just, don't believe in luck. Luck is preparation. Well, yeah. just like the great philosopher Pitbull says, the harder I work, the luckier I am. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> Did you great, just, okay. yeah. great philosopher. I thought that was Socrates, but it's yeah. probably Pitbull. No, no. It's but no, Pitbull. but Pitbull's been pushing it back out to people and they're loving it right now. And again, these quotes. So Mr. 305 quotes, is just dropping the heat. Yeah, right that's now. not even his quote though. No, it's not. No, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. And none of these are. I, like, I, if you go I watch think everybody. going to hit him up for a royalty. Yeah, royalty. Uh, thing. But that's what's so funny is these have been, like you just said, around for forever hundreds and hundreds thousands. of thousands, thousands of, years. of years i know yeah. hundreds of thousands of years about platitudes hundreds but of thousands of years yeah <laughs> are you gonna start talking about thousands jesus Jesus? No. but it's it's been years. around that right but now <laughs> all these guys are just <laughs> taking i got my funny lucky but it's it's been honestly hundred not a hundred thousand but they that's what I laugh. Like everybody's like, "Oh, how can you, you be killed a, John, John Col- oh, the COVID spreader over absolutely here?" Absolutely killed me. No, but it's you oh. sit there and it's like, "Oh, that guy's a greatest." Gary V says this, mm. or these guys. All they're saying is the same shit that's been around. Well, I, putting I, their I, spin I, on it. I say that all, I say that all the time. I go, "There's there's no new information. No, no. There's nothing new. It's just it's just a new spin and yeah. it's a new frequency on it." Well, George and, Carlin had a good bit on that. He goes, I, "I've said something no one's ever said before." 
want you to take that red hot poker and shove it up my asshole. He's like, no one's <laughs> no ever one's said that. Ever I created said. something finally original. <laughs> yeah. But outside of that, there's yeah, very there's little nothing. that's going to be terrible. And that's original. what's great about you know this new generation is because if you start throwing out these guys, people half these people only know who they are. No. They don't study this. Go to but the all source. Of a sudden, go to the source. source. Don't, get, don't get the but, remix. Go no, to the but source. sometimes the remix is better. Two seventy five right? hard. No, no sometimes right. no, no, oh, no, no. Jesus, when is the remix ever better than the original? <sighs> Have you? Oh man. Name name a remix better than the OG. Uh, I mean, any, anything that, uh, that DJ Khaled That did. J. Cole one. DJ Khaled. Uh, the J. R. Cole. Kelly's, R. Kelly's remix. The Fiesta J. Cole's got remix. one where I love the beat, and then he fucks it up, and the beat goes really soft after it. But oh, this yeah, one just yeah. kept the beat hard the whole time. Yeah. I'm like, that was a much better remix. No, but Only sometimes one I can think of. <laughs> they can, you can relate to somebody else. Right. Right? Like, somebody's going to relate a lot more to, let's hypothetically say, Pitbull than... Or King David's version of yeah. uh, that Bobby Schmurder song. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a better... That's, a, that's, that's, a, that's a banger. Yeah. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, then this is... the Colt, this should just... It's like it's made for you from Cato. Oh, God. It's brain for you. I begin to speak only when I'm certain what I'll say isn't better left unset. <laughs> it's like... That's, it was, Lincoln, that's like yeah. Lincoln, right? No, it is. Well, it is, because if you think about hey, it... Lincoln. Dude... <laughs> he said it's better to was that Lincoln? He said it's better, it's better to, does to better to be thought of than, than open your mouth and prove it. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it might have been Lincoln. I'm not sure, but yeah, I I begin to speak only when I'm certain that what I'll say is isn't better left unsaid. You can't unsay things, no. and I think more importantly, you can't untype things. Oh yeah. So on social media, like you got to take a break when something when you get triggered and you want to write that diatribe on social media. Just wait a second. Um, or even maybe if it's something a little too controversial, you might want to hold back on the like button. Like we have a policy here, social oh, media. Yeah. Like here's here's our policy within social media, within the company. If you if you write something on social media that is of, of a detriment to a protected class, you're gonna go. And that includes like when somebody writes something that is blatantly racist or idiotic, sure, sure. and the first thing it says is liked by this person. That's oh, the same yeah, as yeah, saying yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the same as saying it. So yeah, it happens a lot. It does. It does, it man. It, it does. A lot, so think about what you're doing. <laughs> Just think about. Yeah, think it. about oh, how ten, you're ten, ten seconds on lips, a lifetime in the heart. Right? Like whatever you say, they're going to listen. That's so it. They get a heart. That's it. Associate with people who are likely to improve you. Seneca said. Yeah, Why I improve think, you guys. Yeah, I mean, of course. Show, <laughs> of course. Show me your friends. I'll show you your future. Yeah. Like everybody says. I mean, if you're not hanging around with people, people that are making you better, um, that's good. And, I, and here's the thing: when, when we talk about people that are going to make you better, I think again we've talked about this a lot. If every single person in your friend group, friend group thinks exactly the same as you, you've screwed Problem. up. Yeah, you you've screwed up because you're not exposing yourself to alternative ideas, to alternative thoughts. You're not growing as a human. You're not. You just, you're in an echo chamber that just right. is gonna rattle around and hear the same thing. What do you think of uh, the kind of groups, group texts what guys have where you'll have a bunch of different people, left, <laughs> left wing and right wing buddies, and you'll send memes. I have one that's a LeBron versus MJ, and I got one that's you know right wing and left wing, and I got, one, I got a bunch of different ones, right? Yeah. And everybody just roasts each other, but I think guys can do that. Yeah, I think so. I don't know if it's. I don't think well, women have. I don't think women have those. In my experience, there's a lot of sensitive guys nowadays. What's up? There's a lot of sensitive guys nowadays. No, no, you no. But what I'm saying way. is, I don't know if like my wife doesn't have a chat group with girls where they're breaking no, each other's breaking balls. Oh, no, no, no. That's that's or, a, that's or a like thing. she's. She likes this no, one. But they're thing supporting. The they're actually supporting. Each they're other. supporting each other. No, but we support each other by breaking each other's balls. That's, but, not, but, that's what I'm saying. The way different men communicate. Yeah, men communicate yeah. by having. Like I have yes. 
very right-wing friends and I have very left-wing friends, mm -hmm. right? And sometimes they're all in group chats together, yeah. right? It, it's like fun. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know, you like break each other. Shake balls. it up and see what happens. Yep. Yeah, but it's not, but it's not hostile. It's not. No. You don't track each other down and start roasting each other because no. you're friends at the end of the day. Yeah, of course. You just disagree on something. You things. can't do any, that anymore because they screenshot it, crop it, and say, "Yeah, look at this guy. He's an asshole. He's a racist. He's a sexist. He's this. He's that." You know, people when you're just messing around, the whole uh, 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 Raiders against the um, who, Chargers. Oh, they called the timeout because all these receivers were un um, were left open. No, it's because they cropped the screen so you couldn't see the DBs and stuff. And I think that's a problem is nowadays you got to be careful what you're doing because people oh, yeah, can yeah. take and make and run with it. I can't wait for the deep can't fakes break. to come out and get really good. Oh, that dude, way you can blame everything. That, that, that Tom Cruise, the Tom Cruise, everything. Deep fake Tom Cruise guy. Did you see the Joe Rogan's chimpanzee oh, hockey team? I haven't seen no. that. Oh, it's good. Dude, Check the, it the, 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 the deep fake Tom scary. Cruise thing looks yeah. exactly like Tom Cruise. But now Tom Cruise can be like, oh, that wasn't me. Yeah, yeah of course. Fake. You can be like, that was, that deep was a deep fake. Yeah, it was deep fake. Perfect way out of stuff. Oh, you almost wanted to get to that point. Yeah. Yeah, so now now just, nobody knows, so no, now it's yeah. just up in the air. That wasn't me. There you go. <laughs> Seneca said, we suffer more in imagination than in reality. 100%. 100%, which is, um, you know, again, worry, anxiety, all of those feelings. Borrowing worry. It goes, goes Borrow, back borrowing to your ego. Tomorrow, all that stuff, man. In most cases, I think if you look back in situations where you've been hurt in life or hurt in business or whatever it is, if you look back at your reaction to what happened, your initial reaction is always worse than the actual outcome. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. And I think that's human nature. And I think because one of the hardest things to do is to maintain being level when the seas are when the seas are high, mm -hmm. it's really difficult to do, and it takes a lot of practice, and it takes a lot of uh, confidence, though, to, to be does. measured. To be measured is, is a certain level of confidence, right? Mm -hmm. You want to you want to see someone's. Um, there's this thing I like to say that sometimes people that appear inflexible, mm -hmm. they want to pretend like it's because they're strong, where in reality they're right, brittle. Right, right. Yeah, it's a flex. Right, so I I don't bend. It's like yeah. not because I'm so strong. It's because I literally I'm gonna Weak. snap if yeah. I do right. Yep. So if you can be measured to a response, say, I'm going to take a minute and think about this. Mm -hmm. If somebody called you up and said, hey, John, I just smashed into your car, and blah, 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 and your response is, let me think about this for a little bit. I want to, I want to reflect on it. Because you're pissed so off. So much or, better just, than telling you go F off yeah, and doing something you, stupid. Yeah. No, no, no. Hey. Well, the, the whole thing this is written about is you can't control what happens. You can only control, control how your, you react. Yeah, your how would you respond, respond if I did something bad, you know, crashed into whatever, and if I said, you said to me, Hey, let me think about this. I just want to, you know. Well, and, and listen, and that's and that's one of that's one of the cornerstones also of stoicism is sometimes you got to understand not having an opinion is a choice. Yes. Like not, Smart you don't have to have an opinion right away to every single thing that happens to you. You cannot have a choice. You cannot have an opinion. That's that's defer. an opinion. You can defer. Yeah. You can defer it. Yeah. And and that's one of the things. If any of this thing, any of the stuff we talked about today, that I can admit personally that I really struggle with, it's that mm -hmm. because. Um, when, when in adversity comes up, this is what I said a couple weeks ago. I gotta stop watching Yellowstone because when people piss me off, my first instinct is to take them on the barn and string them up. In the <laughs> That's like my first, my first instinct <laughs> is them the take them on the ride. I'm like, maybe I gotta stop watching Yellowstone. But yeah, that's one of the things that I do struggle with. And, you know, that's honestly where Gavin is a great partner to me in the business is when things happen and I go, like, I start to push that nitro button. Mm -hmm. He's like, slide your hand away from the controller, turn the key back. And let's think about this for a second. And and, and, and yeah, and, and I definitely dial it back much quicker than I used to. 
Um, but yeah, being very pragmatic in high press situations, that, that's, you know, not going to the nuclear option sometimes. Right. That's one of the things that I would say I still struggle with on this. So there you go. Well, let's talk about Epictetus because none of these quotes were from Epictetus. Um, he's probably my favorite uh, philosopher. Um, Godfather. Yeah, born in Turkey, lived in Rome till he was banished and moved to Greece and finished out his time there. But I'd actually find some quotes from him because I think he's great. I love Epictetus' stuff. And here we go. So first time I'm going to read his books are the training weights of the mind. This is what we talked about earlier when I said I had a quote coming up because I knew it was from Epictetus. If you don't invest in reading... <laughs> And I'm not talking about the Twilight series. I'm talking about you need to make an investment in, I, I love philosophy. I, lo I love it. I, honestly, retrospect, if I could have gone back in time and, and gone to school, I, I, I could probably see myself studying philosophy. Maybe you still will. I could see that happening. Um, but see, here's the problem. I, I don't need to do that because I can find, yeah, I'm studying I it now. Say you're you are. I'm studying you now. do, Liz. You no, study the, the process of, of academia, though, sometimes gets lost. It's like actually no, somebody agree. gives you an assignment. You have yeah, to draft, draft something, yeah. right? No, mm -hmm. I, I agree, but also the the social media, YouTube, stuff like that is such a double-edged sword because it's so amazing for stuff like this, yeah. and it's so well, I find myself doing that. So I actually registered at CSN because I'm going to probably start taking some chemistry classes. Of course you did. God damn, this Just, guy does <laughs> That's because you want to be Walter White, though. God. No, 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 it's not. He's yeah, going to be cooking no, after an RV. I, I, I remember I, Wait, I took The power some... move, we, we kind of went after that. He's like, cool, yeah. I got an idea for it's us. It's going to be the supercharged power, power move. Yeah, it's going to be, gonna be, gonna be, gonna be, gonna be great. Superpower move. There's going to be no more space in the valences. <laughs> <laughs> Full of valence shells. Avogadro yes. number. No, because there's things where I find like what's challenging to me. Well, bio and chemistry in, in undergrad. So I took him in undergrad biology and chemistry. I thought I wanted to be a doctor hard, for a stupid yeah. minute. So I took hard sciences and they were difficult. Yeah. Far more difficult than the other stuff. So, yep. No, I, I can totally see that. Uh, Epictetus, where then do I look for good and evil? Not to uncontrollable externals, but within myself to the choices that are my own. Mm -hmm. Take own your choices. Now, I'm going to skip right into this one because I love this one. I love it. I love it. I love it. I use this. I use this with my kids all the time, and it's this. Epictetus said, anything or anyone capable of angering you becomes your master. Mm -hmm. Dude, you want, if your kids, okay, here it is. Look, if you got kids and they're fighting, you want to shut that down in a quickness, mm -hmm. this is what you do. When one of them comes in and says, dad, he did this and blah, 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 blah. I'm just going to go, oh, so he's your master. He's your master. He, he's what controlling do you, mean? you. Well, he's got complete control over you because look how upset you just look all, how powerless you are. all he had to do was say something and you're completely powerless against it so he must control you and immediately Fuck dude that. no <laughs> it is a snapback of epic yeah there is no more telling on that that is just oh my god you know because when you realize that people that that can anger you or trigger you or upset you are your masters that's your master so i have a t-shirt it's actually from killer mike from run the jewels yeah i love run the jewels it says kill 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 your masters Right. Yeah. And that's, that's a concept that actually means a lot to me at a philosophical level Yeah, where my whole goal is to kill my masters. I want zero masters. I mean that even I, myself, I want to master myself, right? I don't want people to control of my happiness or anger, my, my finances or anything. Yep. Uh, your, your only master is who you create. Your ego creates your only master, your only yeah, enemies, so your only thing. If yeah. you, if you kill, kill your it. ego, you will kill everything negative. Well, let's talk about some more ego stuff, Colt. We have two ears and one mouth, so we should listen twice as much as we speak. You've heard that for a million years, sure. probably. Epictetus said that. Yep. That's where it came from. That's where it came. 
Oh, that came from a meme with uh, so, uh, Jonah Hill on it. No. So a lot of this stuff has parallels with Buddhism, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big if, if people want to enjoy some of these other sort of things with a different sort of delivery, you know, they all kind of resonate in the same way, but it's that ego is your enemy. Yep. Yeah. 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 It really does. It all comes back to it. No, it does. Um, just keep in mind, the more we value things outside of our control, the less control we have. So if you are someone that is, uh, you know, very upset about something that's happening to you right now or around you, got to remember you're giving control away to that situation. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got to harness how you feel about things to, to find peace, to find happiness. And the more, con- the more, again, this is kill your masters, man. The more people Jeez. and things that have control over you, the worst it's going to be, whatever they may be. That That's a, almost a great way when people are bitching about the political landscape either way and be like, I'm sorry you're a victim. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm not a victim. Yeah, you are. The problem is, you're just triggered is 90% sounds like it. of people out there are living in victim yep. mentality. No, they are. They are. Back to Epictetus. If you want to improve, be content to be thought foolish or stupid. This is why, this is the number one reason why people don't get good at things. Yep. Because they don't want to look like the idiot on the tennis court, on the lacrosse you know, in business. course, in business, <laughs> business. Yeah, whatever else. I mean, there's so many times when you have a conversation and, you know, I'll, I'll, and I'll give this. I love uh, my partner that I do flips with, Nick Marietta. I love him for this point. And we'll have a conversation about something and he'll just go, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And just be as matter of fact yeah. about Talk it. Talk to me like I'm can. two years old. Yeah, like, I, don't I, understand like, like I don't understand what you just said. And I love that about him because so many people, their really? default, their default response in a business meeting, if something comes up or a concept or something that they have never done before, bunch of bullshit. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's fake it till you make it. It's, yeah, a bunch of bullshit. It's, like it's, it's, yeah. it's well, I'm going to sit here and act like I know what you're talking about because if I act like I know what you're talking about, then you know, I, I you know, I, I'm so terrified that you're going to think less of me yeah. if I don't understand what you're talking right. about. And the stuff we were talking about, he he had no reason to know. No, yep. Like, and and I knew he had no reason to know it. Mm-hmm. And I think, but again, a lot of people's ego would get in the way. I had a guy I, yesterday. I had to tell a guy, hey, can you take me off speakerphone? I could <laughs> tell he's on speakerphone with his client. I could hear his client and everything. I finally sat there. I go, man, you are weighing over your head. You're going to look like an idiot asking these questions on commercial. This isn't yeah. residential. Yeah. Why don't you call me when you're not with your client so we can have a talk, right? Yeah. Like he just yeah. sat there and pretended. I'm like, oh my god, and I won't. I won't even go I show know. him well, the what's building. The, what's the cap right there, yeah. Colt? Well, how much commission? Because <laughs> I heard that somewhere. That lock, yeah, lockbox ad, and you <laughs> oh, know, I, can I go in it right now? Yeah, just stupid stuff. So. You're like, you're like, no. 199 he who laughs at himself never runs out of things to laugh at epictetus totally i i find self-deprecation uh, when it's genuine i, I find i'm i am very self-deprecating a lot of times i like to crack jokes at my own expense sure. I, I think i think the funniest jokes i tell are at my own expense honestly <laughs> um except for maybe that you know the foreskin turtleneck is pretty strong today but other than that no 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 other than that it's just popping out of the top yeah yeah that was a bit yeah if you don't watch us on youtube the visual that he just dropped cold just dock please go to youtube there's a reason you should watch this Colt just basically circumcised his own head on there it was uh i can't even explain what just happened but there you go needless to say he's still laughing himself which is great and we're going to finish this up with one last quote uh, from epictetus which is freedom is the only worthy goal in life it is one by disregarding things that lie beyond our control if you stop focusing on things that are beyond your control you will be free if you like this 
um, and you want to continue, if you really want to get like scientific about it, Read Meditations by Marcus Aurelius is a great place to start. It can read like stereo instructions in certain places. Yeah, it's his it diary. Dry. It's his diary from ancient Roman times. So it reads a little bit. But if you want well, something. Be, yes. No, but if you, again, where I normally tell people to start out is The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. It's classic stoicism written in a 21st century tone. Yeah is a good way to put it. And Ryan is a, a really smart dude. Um, that book probably changed my life in business and life more than any other book I've ever read. I do revisit it. And I'm, like I said, I'm currently reading his, uh, his book, um, Ego is the Enemy. I'm, I'm, I read everything he puts out when it comes to this stuff. Couldn't recommend it more. Uh, wish I got money every time somebody heard that and bought a book, but I don't. Yeah. But if you enjoy this man, like we always say, if you hated it, you know, sorry. But if you loved it, <laughs> <laughs> if you loved it, tell four Try people. Because remember, it doesn't matter if they're talking good or bad. Colt! As long as they're talking about as you. As long as they're talking about you. See you and next time. Force. And your sweater. My sweater force. <laughs> hey, it's John Gafford. If you want to catch up more and see what we're doing, you can always go to thejohngafford.com. Where we'll share any links that we have things we talked about on the show, as well as links to the YouTube where you can watch us live. And if you want to catch up with me on Instagram, you can always follow me at the John Gafford. I'm here. Give me a shout. <laughs>